Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Mims the Word. My name's Chris Dyer and I'm joined this week by our Managing Director, Rowan Williams, and our Operations Director, Cindy Slaughter. Hi guys. Hi Chris. Hi Chris. So this week, uh, Claire is on holiday, uh, so we haven't heard from her all week. <laughs> um, and Rowan and I were up in Edinburgh for a stag weekend for one of our friends. Uh, it was an amazing weekend, which even included some very hungover Highland games, uh, which although we were four versus five of them, the result at the end was very close. Um, so good effort from us, <laughs> I guess I can say. Um, Rowan, was there any uh, highlight for you for the weekend? Um, I managed to flip a 250 kilogram tire, like a tractor tire, so I was quite happy with that. You did, yeah, it was very impressive to watch. Well done to you again. And uh, you nearly break your ankle I, trying to do it. Yeah, I did. That was a low light. Pretty much dropped it on my foot. Uh, so yeah, that wasn't great, but uh, yeah, I think all in all, I really enjoyed Highland Games. It pretty much cured the hangover as well. So another win. Um, so it has been a quieter week uh, at MIM, so what we've been doing is more stretch projects and just spending a bit more time uh, focusing on, on our current clients and, and sort of long-standing projects that we've got going. We've also done a competitor analysis for a client that wasn't expecting us to do it, uh, which the client really appreciated, uh, getting particular attention from the CEO, so that's all good news as well. Was there anything else you guys wanted to add to the MIM news? Just, I think it's really good that even though, you know, we're on top of all the work that our clients are expecting us to do, it is nice to be able to go that extra mile every now and then. You know, at the moment, people are on holiday during the summer holidays. So, um, you know, the work is not always needed right now. And that allows us to um, really focus on additional value add projects like that competitor analysis absolutely and it also gives you more time to expand upon your own personal growth so more training in order to be able to supply more services to the client as well so um as we mentioned previously lauren and i went on a course of, of rethink social media and that's been one of the things that we can now apply to the clients that we're working with yeah excellent stuff well um so in other news, uh, Heatwave 2.0 has arrived. Uh, I'm certainly feeling the effects of it today. Um, but hopefully you guys are uh, sort of handling it okay and most of the country is hopefully prepared for it this time. Uh, I think that was the big issue last time is, you know, the the houses in this country just aren't built for that. They're built to retain heat. So uh, it's really caused a lot of problems for a lot of people. And I mean... For me, I guess it's sort of, the heat is definitely getting to me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, how are you guys coping? Well, I am supposedly football training tonight. So we've had the text from the coach say, make sure you bring plenty of water. Um, as if we were all going to come out with nothing at all. Um, but I guess it's always good to remind people. Um, but from a work perspective, um, I'm kind of lucky because I live in a new build. So whilst it's warm, it is manageable. Yeah, from my perspective, all the windows are shut. All the curtains are shut. We've got a portable air conditioning unit. It is on and working. 
So, you know, we're doing okay. I think when the temperature inside our house got to 29 degrees, we kind of went, yeah, we should probably do something about this. So we bought a portable aircon unit, which has been absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that is what you call prepared and what I wish I had also done. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think what we wanted to cover this week was a bit more on what we mentioned in the MIM news, which is uh, our competitor analysis. And we wanted to do a bit more of a comprehensive review of that. Um, do you want to uh, take the lead on that, Cindy? Yeah, absolutely. So what a lot of people don't realise is marketing isn't just about marketing the business that you're working for. It's looking at how you're matching up against your direct competitors. And a competitor analysis will enable you to give a proper comprehensive bird's eye view of exactly what your competitors are doing right, wrong, indifferent, what's having a major impact and what learnings you could take away from them and potentially what they're learning from you as well. This is the real bonus integration part between marketing and sales. Lots of people would argue that the two are two completely different functions where we believe here at MIM that the two can't function without each other. So this piece of information that we put together for our client, like we mentioned at the start of this podcast, has been particularly useful um, for one of our clients that we've created it for as they've effectively, there's such big players in the marketplace that they're within, they almost forget that there are other people out there. And they're very open about that because they're just doing their thing, right? And they're doing it well. Um, but if you don't keep a weather eye on who is around you, then that could potentially very much catch you out. And therefore, as such, they were really grateful. Um, and it's a document document that the sales team can now utilize to good effect, um, particularly as they move into the next quarter where they're doing a huge amount of events um, between now and the end of the year. Rowan, anything you'd like to add? Yeah, so I'm going to cover more, more of the tactical side of how you actually go about doing a competitor analysis so that's great context Cindy and this is absolutely a really important exercise that you should be doing whether you're a small business or a large business Um, the the outcome of which you know we chose six um, very specific competitors that actually the client told us directly were their competitors and then we went away and did the research so um, in terms of what we did um, focused on you know, about 10, 11 different aspects. So to, just to run you through those really quickly, first of all, we focused on the history and founders of, of the competitor, a bit about who the founders and the leadership team are, what are their core products, services, and solutions, what tech do they focus on? This is in the tech space, the size of the company, so the revenue and the people, their headquartered location and office locations, who their customers were, what case studies they've published, which social media platforms are they active on, what type of content do they produce across their blog, email, and uh, social media platforms, who do they partner with, 
and then having a quick look at their branding analysis. At the end of it, you know, it's only six competitors that we're looking at, but we've ended up with 95 different pages of, and these are slides on a PowerPoint, 95 different slides um, of really valuable information that, that they can use. So um, ultimately it is time consuming and that's why we do it for our clients rather than them doing it themselves. But at the end of it, they've got a really useful piece of information and it really inspires them to actually say, wow, there are some gaps that we've left in our own business because we've been busy, because we've been keeping the cogs turning. And actually now is a good time whilst we've got an agency on board and on retainer to say, actually, let's try and plug some of those gaps. So that's kind of more a, te more a tactical view on uh, the competitor analysis itself. And that actually brings us nicely onto our tip of the week. Uh, Cindy, do you want to take over? Yeah, so tip of the week, keep your clients close, but keep your competitors closer. And ultimately, we felt this linked in very well with this um, competitor analysis piece that we've just been discussing and these uh, various stretch projects. But ultimately, it's it's really good knowing what your client wants and understanding uh, how they work and getting yourself integrated and our favorite word at MIM, sticky with your client. But if you don't understand what other businesses out there are potentially offering them, then you don't know how to stay ahead of the game and how to give them the best possible service within the resources that you have. Also, it gives you the opportunity that if they do present the option of a competitor, that you aren't on the back foot and maybe you can come up with a dual solution, a potential partnership or something along those lines that means that you're not just completely left booted out the door by a client. You you give yourself options as a business. So yeah, always, always, always keep an eye on what your competitors are doing. Absolutely. Thanks for that, Cindy. Um, so yeah, our tool of the week, uh, I'll pass this one on to Rowan. Uh, as I know he's very familiar with it, uh, it's LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Thank you, Chris. So just to be really clear, we don't have any affiliation to LinkedIn. Um, we don't get paid to promote their services. However, we have extensively used their services uh, within uh, within MIM, but also within our customers. Now, as a tool, LinkedIn Sales Navigator is really useful to help uh, keep an eye on potential prospects so you can build lists for prospects and then go out and message them and connect with them and see what they're up to. It's also useful from an account-based perspective so you can follow specific accounts and keep up to date with any news within those accounts. At a thousand pounds a year it is rather pricey um, and that's per license. Uh, so it's about 80 pounds per month you are looking at a, at a pretty pricey tool. So it is something that you're going to have to be using a lot. You do get some perks, some of which LinkedIn tell you about and some of which LinkedIn do not tell you about. One particular uh, perk that they do give you access to and that they do tell you about is the ability to uh, generate what's called in-mails. Now, in-mails mean you can essentially message someone that you're not connected with. Uh, in the normal LinkedIn world, so if you didn't have Sales Navigator, you would have to connect with that person first before you send them a message. So, um, you know, this is a super helpful tool for you to be able to message people without having to get them to accept an invite. That's the first thing. The other thing that LinkedIn don't necessarily tell you about with Sales Navigator is that your posts get a lot more views. 
um, your profile gets pushed up higher certain lists um, and searchability so there are perks and you know the limits of messages that you can send and um, the amount of connection requests that you can send is also higher so there are certain hidden perks with um, sales navigator ultimately if you're using sales navigator every day as a sales engine then this may be worth you using if you don't use sales navigator to book meetings to connect with people to put posts out um, and to generate business then sales navigator may not necessarily be worth the, the investment so uh, that sales navigator obviously if you would like any more information about sales navigator please feel free to reach out to us uh, and we'll try and answer your questions back to you chris great well thank you very much ron and thank you cindy so Next week will actually be our 12th episode for Mims the Word. And what we've decided to do is split that into the end of season one of our podcasts. So stay tuned for that next week because what we're going to be doing is a bit of a recap from what we've covered so far. And we may throw one or two outtakes in there. So that might be quite fun. It's going to be a season finale. So really looking forward to it. Um, We'll try and get the whole team on. Logistically, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but... That is a, uh, a challenge for Chris to figure out. Um, but yeah, absolutely looking forward to, uh, to the finale of the first season. Well, in that case, thank you both very much for joining me once again. Um, and I'm looking forward to this recap episode next week. Amazing. Thanks, Chris. Thank you so much. Take care, guys. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.